Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's um, briefing is, I guess you would say, the second part of yesterday's, so let me uh, get going. It's called Step Off, Satan. It didn't matter if it was a Southern California city in broad daylight. It didn't matter if she was a small, normal-looking white woman. The fact is, she had aligned herself with devilry. As such, she was an open vessel for demonic activity. If you don't know what I'm talking about, read yesterday's, which is entitled, The Devil is in the Park. Hearing of that kind of stuff is always disturbing, though the reality is probably 99.5% of the population will never see such a thing. Nonetheless, I feel compelled to remind us of a few things. While demonic activity, and especially demon possession, can be spooky, there is no cause for fear. And here's why. If you're a child of God, a demon cannot possess you or take you over. Why? Scripture says you are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. If you haven't already, memorize that phrase. Like the Orthodox Jews did and do with Scripture, tell it to your children and bind it about your wrist. It is true and it is powerful. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. It used to be, and in some parts of the world is still, people attributed everything to the devil. While most of us in the Western world today attribute very little to him and his activities, we must be wise. We must be aware. Peter admonished us to be self-controlled and alert. He wrote, Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith because you know your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. Again, we remember what Paul wrote, that we are to put on the armor of God. That would include truth, righteousness, scripture, and prayer. Kathy asked, if I can't be taken over or possessed by demons, what can demons do to me as a follower of Jesus Christ? Well, Kathy, they can demonize you. Physically, they might cause sickness, such as epilepsy-type behavior. Mentally, psychological problems. Spiritually, causing deception, doubts, and constant temptations of the flesh. Paul warned Timothy that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Friends, you and I live in later times. So, is there any protection for a Christian from demonization? I believe there is. First, we are to walk in faith and live godly lives. For he, the Father, has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Now, I have personal experience with this point as well. Choosing to live in sin, the converse of that, when you know better, can be dangerous. It was about seven years ago I got a phone call from a distraught husband who told me he thought his wife was possessed and she was hearing voices. I agreed to meet with her, and when things were sorted out, it seems they had both been deeply into pornography and drugs, both of which provided an entry point for demonic activity. Frankly, 
In their case, the results were disastrous. Okay, so I'm not sure, but if I suspect that I've encountered demonic activity, what can I do? John Wimber gives several succinct suggestions. First, in faith, turn to Christ, committing every area of your life to his lordship. In other words, giving him control. Second, confess and renounce any area of sin or temptation with which you are having difficulty. Sometimes something in particular just has you under its, um, well, under its thumb. Third, use your authority. It is rightfully yours in Christ. Command any spirits that you sense present to leave. You might use a simple prayer like, In the name of Jesus, I command you, Spirit, to leave and stay out of my life. That's pretty simple. Or if you feel the presence of evil around you, In the name of Jesus, I command you, Satan, be gone. You have no part here. Fourth, destroy any objects you might have around that are associated with the struggle with sin. Maybe such as occult books or objects illicit drugs, pornography, etc. There's no reason to have them around if they tempt you or trip you up, so get rid of them. This morning I had a conference call prayer meeting with my corporate guys and one of them reminded me that the devil doesn't usually act the same way in areas of the country where he has already won the battle, like say through materialism and busyness. Whoa, that was quite a comment insightful, and a little tough to swallow, too. That said, think he could be right? I pray you feel assured, empowered, and equipped. Greater is he that is in you, my dear ones, than he that is in the world. So to you I say, step off, Satan. If you would like to see this along with the uh, scripture references that were included, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and the title is Step Off, Satan.